the way I work is very high touch and relational. So I, you know, either do one-on-one or we, we run group, small groups, um, you know, about three times a year and we'll run through and create with them a partnership marketing system. Again, get the real clarity on exactly the custom outcome that they're looking for, a process they can commit to. Then we will either train or help them hire and then we'll train a VA to run it and, you know, really maximize that. The business of sales is sometimes harder than actually making the sale in the first place. See, you're not only a professional salesperson, you're a business owner, but the focus always seems to be on sales. Well, we're here to help you. I've been in the sales world and training sales professionals for over four decades. My name's Morris Sims. I've seen some great salespeople fail because they didn't run their business very well. Well, we're going to share success concepts and interview some great entrepreneurs who are going to help you in your business. Welcome to the business of sales. Dustin Reekman is our guest today on the business of sales. And Dustin is a marketing expert and a coach and does some really wonderful things for his clients when it comes to marketing and attracting people to their business. Dustin, thanks for being here today, man. Well, it's my pleasure, Morris. Really looking forward to the conversation. Well, t- let's get things started here. Tell us how you got to where you are today. <laughs> yeah, my my tongue in cheek answer when people ask what I do is <laughs> I'm, an en- I'm an engineer who helps married couples with the relationship, and I sell meat sticks and I do business marketing coaching. So uh, it's it's quite a quite a quick quite a journey. But the quick summary is my professional career for 18 years was in engineering and civil engineering and during my career, though, I had a lot of side hustles and, and online business pursuits, the very first of which was uh, a business called Engaged Marriage, and it still exists today, and it grew out of marriage ministry that my wife and I were doing through our church. I brought that online, and we ended up writing a book and speaking, and now we got you know, a membership site and, and, uh, and, and programs and things on there to help people in all stages of their marriages. And that uh, was important because that's where I really cut my teeth and learned digital marketing and how to sell things online. And that facilitated doing a lot of marketing consulting and helping both local and online businesses with their marketing and sales. And that was my ticket out of the nine to five engineering role. So for the past, I guess, nearly five years, I've been uh, fully you know, self-employed and uh, I'm happy to share <laughs> how, how these how these dots have connected to lead to uh, a brand called Fire Creek Snacks and then my my marketing strategy brand, uh, Simple Success Coaching. Simple Success Coaching. I mean, that's that's what we all want is some simple success and, and reaching whatever we define that success to be, that's for sure. Uh, Dustin, you and I can talk for a long time. My degree is in chemical engineering. So, uh, oh, awesome. You know, after five years, I decided to go do something fun, decided to go sell life insurance. But that's neither here <laughs> nor there. <laughs> the majority of our audience, I believe, are probably professional salespeople who are running their own business. And that's why we we talk about the business of sales, because even though you may be a great professional salesperson, you still have to run that business, right? And in doing so, you still have to, to market your business and attract people to you. So Dustin, tell us more about the marketing side of your business and, and what you do to help people attract those folks that may need their help and desire their their input sure yeah my my focus and what i typically help business owners with is something called that i call 
partnership marketing. And really what that means is leveraging other people's platforms to get in front of your target audience and, and share what you do and attract the right, the right clients and customers back to you. And so the way I describe this is basically it's a win, win, win relationship driven approach to marketing. So an example would be this, right? So like a podcast is a great example of a strategic partnership in the sense that there's a win, win, win. So if I'm a business owner and I get to go teach or share my story in front of my target audience, like that's a win for me because I might attract a client. I might attract, you know, someone to support my business, a referral partner. There's lots of different relationships that can come from that, but that's the win for me as a business owner. The win for the audience is they're learning something. They're getting inspired. They're, you know, hearing an aspirational story that maybe really helps them in their, at this point and where, where they're at and the urgent pain maybe that they're feeling. And then the win for the platform owner, if you will, in this case, the podcast host is they get great content. They get, you know, the ability to continue to grow their presence, their show, their downloads, um, you know, get some more ratings and reviews, those sort of things. So a podcast, I think, is a great example of partnership marketing, especially for an online business where you can serve customers from throughout the country or even throughout the world. Oh, it makes perfect sense. It really does. And in, in doing so, how, how about that, that local business? I mean, maybe I'm not a, an online kind of a guy. What, what sort of things do you recommend for those sorts of businesses? Yeah, for sure. And I've, I've helped a lot of local businesses. I just wrapped up a consulting gig actually with sort of pro painters where they brought me in and did some training with their t- five of their top, they call them franchise owners, right? But the, the franchisees in different parts of the United States and they're completely, you know, territorial and meaning like they can only serve people in their, in their geographic area with, as a franchise. So we talked, we thought about, we unpacked a, a basically a process for them to do partnership marketing at a local level. We came up with three different strategies that are kind of short-term, medium, and long-term. But one of the kind of quick wins that we came up with was, like, first of all, identifying who their ideal clients are. You know, they do residential, mm-hmm. commercial, et cetera. But like, who are the real, like, unicorn clients? Yeah. And so after we identified that, then we said, well, who has them in their audience? Or who has contact with these people? So in, in this case, it was kind of like high-end realtors were the referral source for a lot of their most ideal clients. And then we said, well, how can we provide a win to that realtor and to their client? That's mm-hmm. how this win-win-win thing will work, to where everyone's no one's taking anything, everyone's winning, everyone's giving. And so what we came up with was basically a VIP happy hour sort of scenario in each of their communities where they would they would choose a date and time, they would book a, a cool place in their local community, and it would be an invite-only opportunity for realtors and brokers that they really wanted to work with. So it made it exclusive. There's only, you know, a limited number of seats. So, and for anyone who was invited, if they chose to refer them as for a painting contract, then they had a special basically bonus package that, that only people referred through this network could get. Um, and, and that would vary depending on the community. But as an example, how this, how, so the event though, is to kind of button that up and then we'll talk about how this works for the customer. But for those realtors, they're invited, it's exclusive. They realize that they're handpicked because they're one of the more influential realtors in the community. And so it becomes like status symbol for them. And then having this bonus that they can give to their customer also elevates their status because now they have special access to 
uh, you know, a bonus um, on, on top of this painting contract. Mm-hmm. So that was just a really you know, kind of mm-hmm. quick win that, yeah, we could put that together within 30 days. I, we, we know who we'd want to invite, who we really want to have a relationship with. And we, maybe we allow them to bring a friend in the industry to kind of make this um, a fun collaboration. And so that, that's a local example. I mean, the most basic local example would be something like a lunch and learn, um, you know, but it's, it's, again, it's the idea of first stepping back and saying, who are my really ideal clients? Then who has access to them or who already kind of aggregates them already has them in their network. And then how do I get in front of them in a way that's really useful in a way that's maybe fun, unique, and that is not taking, but it is, is everyone wins. Like that's a, that example I just gave, like, there's no losers. Everyone, it's like everyone's getting a stronger network. Mm-hmm. Everyone's winning. Everyone's getting something um, of a unique value by participating. So that, that's what I was going to say. It sounds kind of like the same sort of a concept would be if we did a lunch and learn sort of thing where I can share my expertise and be of service to the people who, who come to my my webinar, my my seminar, my, my luncheon, uh, whatever. And at the same time, maybe we make enough of a friend that we do business together. 100%. Yeah. So like I said, Lunch and Learn is kind of the podcast of the local scene, right? <laughs> like it's, you're, you're teaching, telling stories, but yeah, the important thing is to do it with a purpose, invite the right people, think through yeah. who your ideal client is and what unique value can you offer everyone who attends. Um, so yeah, I think that that's, uh, that the yeah, Lunch and Learns are great for, for a local business and it's pretty, pretty darn simple to pull off. Dustin, you've been running your business now for a while, and you certainly have several different strategies. Tell me, how do you keep things going? How do you how do you stay on top of all the stuff that you have to deal with on a regular basis? Yeah, as I'm a big fan of systems. I mean, the, maybe the engineering background would give a hint to that. But, um, <laughs> I understand. But, <laughs> but I, you know, but I, what what I found for myself personally is that can go too far too, right? So you try to over-systematize things or it can actually make it more complex. There's a reason I, I say simple success coaching. It's always trying to step back and make things as simple as possible, getting people out of feeling overwhelmed, getting them out of uh, out of feeling stuck, and letting them take some small action steps to, to feel like they're making real progress towards their goals. So that's kind of the, the big picture reason about why I do what I do. I tend to focus on the marketing side of things because that's one of the common places people get overwhelmed or they, mm-hmm. it takes a back burner because they're dealing with all the other day-to-day stuff. But I think a, a real simple answer to how do I get out of overwhelm and, and do things is get an, an assistant. So I'm a big <laughs> fan of having a virtual assistant, uh-huh. um, someone who's not necessarily making, you know, it's not, it's not a huge burden financially. They, I have, I have uh, two. They're both part time. They do different things for me. But but that's only effective once you have a system. So So when I work with entrepreneurs, typically what we'll do is. You know, they're interested in partnership marketing. They want to have a strategy that works for their business, whether it's offline or, or, or online, you know, local or online. And we'll do that. And we'll come up with a plan, a 90-day plan that they really are excited about and want to do. And then we try to take 80% of the work and give it to someone else to actually implement. So yeah. where they're just doing the part that they're great at, which is maybe at the podcast interviews, hosting the lunch and learn, shaking the hands in the community. Um, but someone else is running the database even the outreach, the, the pitching part of this. Um, and, and so that's that's really what what our specialty is, is helping people develop a vision and a real clear real clarity about what they want to do, come up with a game plan, 
and then trying to take them out of it <laughs> to where they're not doing most of the work. Cause yeah. otherwise everyone says, this is great. And then you check in a month later, they're like, yeah, I didn't do anything. Cause I got <laughs> sidetracked, you know, so if we, if we put someone else in and we're paying them just to do this thing, it's uh, you know, they're going to take a lot of ownership in that. And then it also kind of obligates you and gives you accountability. It's like, okay, well you booked me on three podcasts and I need to show up <laughs> and do them. Um, so <laughs> it really makes it a system. And I think that that's, that's one of the big keys is to get some help, but not like, you know, an employee with all this overhead and all this obligation. Like, you know, I, I, you can do overseas. I prefer American based native English speaking VAs. And I think they're well worth, you know, 15 to 20, $25 an hour. And they're helping me, you know, five or 10 hours a week. So it's not a big bill. At the end of the day, it's not a big obligation, but, um, but it's a huge, huge help. Well, given that, that's a great, great point. Where do you find those VAs? I mean, I've, I've gone to a number of different sites and, uh, frankly, uh, you know, a lot of those folks are, are not in the United States. They're outside. Yeah. And English may be a second language. And I worry about communication abilities, but sometimes they're great. They're absolutely wonderful. But how do, how do you find VAs? Yeah, I mean, personally, I've, I've over the years, a lot of it's through personal networks. So, you know, I'm in masterminds or I have clients or I have, you know, I have an email list. I have different things. So, um, the people I've, as I think about it right now, the people I've currently work with are all people that I basically found through my own network, but oh. I do help other people hire VAs and there mm-hmm. are numerous marketplaces. Um, it's kind of, you get what you pay for. I, again, personally, I like to work with American native English speaking people because you, you remove a lot of the risk of not only, uh, communication issues, but like you know, loyalty can be an issue with, 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 um, some VAs where it's like, well, you're paying me four twenty five an hour. Well, someone's going to pay me four fifty an hour. See, and they, you know, like there's just not, there's just not as much, um, skin in the game if you're paying someone so little because someone else can easily just yeah. kind of outbid you. Hey, pardon the interruption. I've got something on my mind to share with you. If that's okay. If just give me just a second. How many times have we heard the saying, you know, it ain't over till it's over. Well, contrary to popular media and all that you hear and see in the the media, the war in Ukraine is not over for the millions of people who are in dire need of food and medicine and a place to sleep. Even if the war part should end today, there's still going to be millions of refugees who need food, medicine, and temporary housing. Well, I choose to help through an organization led by my friend, Dr. Randy Marshall. I know Randy directs where the money goes. If you'd like to help too, please go to www.tccp.pro and scroll down and make a donation. Every penny is appreciated and every donor is on our prayer list. Please join me with a contribution to TCCP because, you know, there are real people there who are hungry and they need our help. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now, let's get back to the show. So, so part of it's looking for the right fit for your business. And then, you know, again, there's many marketplaces. Um, free up is one I, I particularly like, but there's lots of marketplaces depending on what kind of skills you're looking for. Um, and then I think you set a reasonable salary or, you know, hourly rate. And then it's really, you know, it's like anyone listening who has employees, it's the hiring process. You know, it's no mm-hmm. different for a virtual assistant. What I typically do and what I recommend for my clients 
if say one of the tasks they're going to do is research podcast for you, that would be a good fit for you. I would hire three of them that I think are kind of like really good candidates. And I would actually give them a task and I'm, I'd pay them for it. And I'd say, this is like an audition, but I'm going to pay you for your time, but go do this, you know, go find me whatever, 10 podcasts mm -hmm. in this target market and let me know how you would approach them. It's something that's a little bit creative. It requires them to actually use some, some discernment and some, some communication skills and then come back to me with that. And then I'll, you know, obviously pick the one that I think did the best job or if none of them really were up to par, I'll, I'll do it again because it's not a big investment. You know, it takes them a, a few hours. You're spending less than 50 bucks, but it, you're then getting to really see if your ask was clear. And, you know, and so that that's important, I think, is that kind of hiring as an audition for a virtual assistant. That's the only way you're really going to know what you're getting um, is actually having to do things that are very similar to what they'll be doing day to day without taking the time to like train them and all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then once you find the right one, then onboarding and training is really important. So when we work with clients, we help them hire a VA. We also train their VA for them for this podcast guesting um, strategy in particular. And so that mm -hmm. equips the person for success, which I think is really important. So obviously, before you start this process, you've got a job description of some type already in, in mind, right? Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, so in, our, in, my, in my model, the way I do my coaching business and the way most of my clients end up using it, there's basically two main roles for a virtual assistant. And so the first would be the, I, like, I really like to use podcasts if it's an online business, but again, think about the same parallel in a local business. The idea is there's a kind of front-end VA who is, I'm, I'm, I've, they've been trained, they know who my target market is, and we've developed, you know, my basic um, pitch. And then their job is to go find more and more of those things. So it's a continual process. They're constantly finding new podcasts or new platforms, new partners, influencers, whatever. They're categorizing those things. They're prioritizing them based on some scoring that we, that we equip them with. And then they're actually writing draft pitches to these different um, podcast hosts or platform owners. And then I'm reviewing those, especially at first, you know, because mm -hmm. I need to make sure they sound like me and they're in my voice. And then I'm sending those out. So that's kind of the front end VA. So there's a very specific job description. Obviously, they have to be clear communicator. They have to be really good at basically maintaining, in our case, a Google spreadsheet with all this information. Mm -hmm. And they have to be able to think through the nuance of crafting every pitch to be personal to that host because that's mm -hmm. a big part of what what we advocate and on the back end for me because i'm doing basically sales you know with a pipeline of leads there's the management of that so it's you know taking taking putting people in the pipeline and then managing the pipeline um, to where my role as the business owner is just to do the sales calls so in my world there's basically a front end va and a back end va is how i would describe them they can be the same person um but I found it simpler to have two different ones that own different parts of the process. So they don't get confused. They don't overlap. They've got very different like end objectives. And so that's really what we often train people or will on behalf of people, we will hire and train those VAs to work in their business doing those one or both of those roles. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. And that's kind of where I see a number of my clients. They, they need some help. They need somebody to do some things, but they haven't taken the time to stop and build that job description for what, what it is they want that person to do. Cause 
Right. Chances are a VA is not going to know your business and be able to walk in and just start doing what you want them to do without some without some guidance and some training, right? 100%. Yeah, and the other thing, I'm, I'm a big, big advocate. So, yeah, absolutely, there's the hiring, there's the, the application. And then once they're on board, I'm a huge fan of having them create their own SOPs or standing operating procedures, yep. right? So. Yep. You and I, we're doing all this stuff in our business. We just do it. We don't think about like the steps it takes to do it. But if I, the first time I have them go through and do something, it, once they're successful, I say, okay, now before you go on to the next task, go document that. So mm-hmm. go put that in a Google Doc, maybe shoot a, a screen share video showing the steps you took. And now we've got, you know, process A is documented. Mm-hmm. What that's doing is giving me uh, an asset in my business that even if that VA leaves me or gets hit by a bus or something unfortunate <laughs> happens there's they've left behind the standing operating procedure so the next person that fills that seat can go right to that document and see it firsthand and i don't have to even build it i just have to give them general just you know direction to go figure it out and and then once they figured it out well enough then they go back and document it so i think that that's really important too is, is documentation and and that's like my least favorite thing. I, I like to just do stuff. I don't want to like stop and document it and put step by step and shoot a, a, a screen share video and all this stuff. So I just don't. I just have the, <laughs> have the assistant do it. And that way it actually gets done. They, they like doing it. They feel like they've accomplished something and, and created an asset. And so it's, a, it's, it's really a, a good way to manage people in that way. Boy, it sounds great because, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's so many things that – Gee, I'd love to do X, Y, Z, but I never have time or never take the time to actually do it. Uh, wow, that's that's really great. I love it. That's a wonderful idea. Tell me another one. Tell me something else that you do that helps you run your business more effectively and efficiently, Dustin. Oh, boy. Um, I would say one is committing to a marketing process. So, you know, it's again we can use the podcast thing as an example and some uh, what, what often happens new clients of mine are they often fall into two buckets one like they've never been on a show or podcast or they've been like one it was just someone invited them and they they got on or they've been on a hundred but they've got no sales from it and in both those cases neither of those people are working with a marketing system that like obligates them to do do things on a consistent basis them and their assistant so to me, that's been kind of the magic of my businesses is, again, getting this, getting the parts that can be automated, done with software and all that done, and then the parts that can't, having an assistant handle the majority of the work, and all of us working in this system. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is, like, let's, like personally, a goal for me for my, my, my Fire Creek Snacks brand and my coaching brand, I like to average, you know, a partnership a week. So if I want to be in a partnership a week or a podcast a week as, as that example to keep running with that, you know, that's 50 a year. That's be a huge impact. If you do something every week for 50, 52 weeks or 50 weeks a year, Yeah. the cumulative effect of that is huge. But if you do it on week one and you forget about it and you do something else in week six and then you do five of them in week 12, like you lose the consistency. So again, I, I think that that, that's the mindset people need to adopt with marketing is it's not a one-off thing. It's not a random thing. You have to put in reps and you have to do it on a consistent basis, but you don't have to do all the work. So as long as someone else is running that system and maybe your obligation is simply to show up one hour a week and do an interview. Well, that's may actually be fun. Like for me, that's fun. So I, I, I like, 
I like marketing to be fun and not feel like it's it's uh, an arduous task that uh, that I'm dreading and I'm procrastinating on all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you want to do things all day long when you when you're running your your own business. I mean, geez, you, it's a lot of risk involved, it's a lot of work involved. I just assume you're doing the things that I enjoy doing, and and running a podcast is one of those. I hired a, a person to help me and be my executive producer. Happens to be my daughter, but uh, awesome. Katie, yeah. you know, Katie books me on books guests for us now, and all of a sudden, in the past two weeks, I've recorded twelve different podcasts. It's amazing what she can do with my time. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's a it's a perfect example on on the podcast production side, and I think people get that kind of intuitively. Like, yeah, if I'm going to do a podcast, I need help because I don't have to edit it. I don't have to schedule everything. I don't have to find guests. People can be professional podcast guests too. Like, and you can kind of take that same mindset. And say, look, I want to be on the show. I want to teach. I want to share. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to do all the legwork, the research, the you know, all the pitching, uh, even the follow up, and, and some of the things that we like to do to maximize each appearance. That can be that can be done with with that assistant. So that that's awesome, Morris. That you're you've uh, how, how long have you had her in place helping you with that? Oh golly, I don't know. Uh, a couple of three or four months now, at least. And it's <clears> been. Uh, Pretty pretty different experience for you versus the six months ago when you were doing all this stuff yourself. Well, it changed when when I empowered her to own the podcast. When and and I I teach this to to my clients and of course you know when you when you teach something you you would think you would remember to do it in your own business. Well, no, <laughs> no. I, I don't, no, it didn't happen. So it it was like one day it suddenly dawned on me. Wait a minute, Katie should own the podcast. So she owns the business of sales now. I'm just the talent that shows up and asks questions and talks on the on the recording. Which is the part you like, and I, yeah. I think it, she likes her role, so that's that's great. Yeah, and well, she likes getting a paycheck every week or two or whatever, <laughs> you know. She likes that part of the job, but no, really, she's doing great, and it's it's wonderful. It's getting us more visibility, getting us out there in better places. We're going to get some more sponsors involved. It's, it's worked out beautifully, but we all need help, and it's worthwhile going out and finding somebody. Even if you don't have to hire an employee, you don't have to hire them full time. You can get somebody to work two or three hours a week. It won't cost you, as you said, 50, 60 bucks. And you're going to get some things taken off of your desk, whereas everybody else is putting new things for you to do on your desk. So highly, highly recommend that for an effectiveness and efficiency, sort of a solution for every business owner out there. No doubt about it. Dustin, if, if somebody wants to, to learn more about simple success coaching, how do we get a hold of you? What do we do? Sure. Well, obviously, you can go to simplesuccesscoaching.com and... You see my pretty face on there. You'll know you're in the right place. Um, <laughs> and the way I work is very high touch and relational. So I, you know, either do one on one or we we run group, small groups. Um, you know, about three times a year, and we'll run through and create with them a partnership marketing system. Again, get the real clarity on exactly the custom outcome that they're looking for, a process they can commit to. Then we will either train or help them hire, and then we'll train a VA to run it and you know really maximize that but all of that starts with a consultation with me um so again it's kind of high touch and for me that gets me 
let's let's us audition each other and make sure they would be a good fit that they would like working with me it also typically results in some great relationships even if they don't end up working with me directly like great referral partners and things like that so long long story short go to simplesuccesscoaching.com you'll see a consultation call uh, button right there just click on it answer a few questions and we'll get you scheduled and we'll, we'll have a chat it's all they're like nothing for sale on those calls it's uh unpacking where they're at, what their goals are. I help them craft a marketing plan that they feel really um, confident and, and excited about. And then I, I leave them with the question, I hope this was awesome for you. If you want my help with it, I'm happy to help. If you think you got it on your own, I hope, hope it's a value. So it's uh, there's, there's no sales really. It's just an audition to make sure that we're a good fit. So yeah, simplesuccesscoaching.com. Would love to uh, chat with anyone who wants some help with strategic marketing. Boy, that'd be great. Dustin, thank you so much. It, it's been a pleasure to have this conversation and I, I've enjoyed it. And you've given us a couple of great ideas, man. Thank you. Sure thing, Morris. It's been a, a lot of fun and I really appreciate the opportunity to, to get on here and share some ideas. Well, you're more than welcome, brother. Hey, everybody out there, y'all have a great week. And I know that every time I turn around here, I'm asking you to go out and see somebody new. Well, this week, uh, my recommendation, my my thought for the day, if you will, for you is Spend some more time with your family this week. Spend some dedicated time to be there on purpose and be present with your family. Because bottom line is, that's why we do what we do. So have a great week. Enjoy your time. And I'll see you again next time right here on The Business of Sales. 